Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you're listening to. Welcome back. This is Let's Talk with Ajade, and I'm your host, Ajade. All right, let's get things started off with a prayer. Father God, we just thank you for this day that you have given us, O Lord, Father God. I just thank you for allowing us to see another day, O Lord, Father God, and get through uh, half of this week, O Lord, Father God. I just ask that you would just bless our ears, O Lord, Father God, and I just ask that all the listeners that may be tuning in, or the viewers that may be tuning in, O Lord, Father God, I just ask that you would just allow them to see me, just to see me as a person, and just to allow allow them to be able to hear a word through my story or my testimony that I'll, I will be giving to their Lord Father God. I just ask this in your son's name, I pray. Amen. So, like I said, good evening. I am your host, Ajade. This is Let's Talk with Ajade. And today's episode, I am going to be talking about my journey with finding a job after... Oh, shoot. I forgot to hit record. So, with this podcast today, it will be a overview of how I got into the working field. Um, like I said in previous podcasts, I graduated December 2015, and I have now been out of school four and a half years this month. And, um, looking for a job right after college, it's kind of, it's not kind of hard, it is hard, but the only way that it won't be hard is if you begin to start looking before you get out of school, especially depending on what your, uh, degree is in, and if you're going into that specific career field, if you don't start looking before you get out of school, then it's going to be hard with finding a job once you do get out of school and move back home or wherever you decide to go. I personally, like I said in previous episodes, I have a degree in journalism with the emphasis in broadcast news, and this podcast is me working with my degree, if that makes sense. Um, like I've said before, the journalism field is a competitive field, and if you don't put yourself out there, then won't nobody know what you can bring to the table, and also... What I've experienced is I've tried to apply for internships. The majority of the internships that I've looked at, they are required for me to be in school. And I can't do those internships if I'm not enrolled in school. So that was just like a, not a downfall, but kind of like a downfall or a, a discouragement in my in my eyes. Because if I'm willing to, to go and do internships, really not get paid for it to really get my feet wet to get into the radio field, the TV field, then I don't know where else to go. So, and since they were saying that and I was getting those messages and stuff before I even applied for it, I was like, you know what, I'm just going ahead and just find a regular job, you know, just so, just so I can start making money and so I can start, you know, having money in my account so I won't always have to depend on my mom. So, what I did was, well, and th- at this point in time, I was in a relationship, and on a spiritual sense, me and my sister were kind of going through the same thing at the same time, and on a spiritual sense, God was telling me that 
this is not going to be your forever. So you're going to have to get rid of him. Not get rid of him, like throw him away, but you're going to have to let him go because by you still being with him, he's holding you back from the many blessings that I have for you. So while that, while I was battling that, going back and forth with God, I was just like, Lord, why are you making me do this? Like, why are you making me break this man's heart when he's been nothing but good to me? I've been nothing but good to him. But it's just that he wasn't willing to compromise with me on the one thing that I really wanted, you know, some compromisation, some, wanted him to compromise with me on. And I just felt like by him not doing that, God was just telling me, so he's not budging. He's not moving. Granted, yes, I wanted him, I was willing to work with him, but in that time, God was like, no, like his time in your life, his season in your life has ended. So, you have to go on ahead and do what you have to do. So, I did what I did April. And, but before that, let me backtrack. When I moved, moved back home from school, I moved back home Christmas, like the day before Christmas, 2015. So, I, um, I... Went to a went through a staffing agency to start finding to look for a job. I got a job, but it was kind of like a miscommunication because the lady told me that I have to um I would have to show up for one day and then not not show back up until like the end of the week. So I went for that one day and I um I went for that one day and then the next two days I stayed home because that's what the lady the the lady at the um, staffing agency told me to do. And so when I went back at the end of the week, the guy who I report to said my name was on the list. So I couldn't stay, which was fine. So by me, by me going there and have and being told to, you know, go back home because I wasn't on the list. It was kind of like a slap in the face or like in a sense embarrassing, but then again, it wasn't really embarrassing for me because there wasn't a whole bunch of people at work just yet. But it was like the fact that, I got up early, had to go to the bus stop, get on the bus, take two buses to get there, and I had to turn right back around, leave, get on those same buses I got on to get back home. So that was just like, okay, so it's not embarrassing, but it's kind of like a waste of time because I could have been at home in the bed still. But like I said, it was a learning experience. So fast forward, I think I had an interview with another um company in february i believe and it was a position to work at the airport i got the interview i got hired on the spot cool so i went and did my drug test and everything everything i have to do as a new hire i did but i was at home and i didn't hear from i didn't hear back from him for a while um so I eventually got hired back from him and um, I had my orientation and I had to go at, during my orientation I had to um, get booked for an appointment to go get my badge because I was going to be at the airport and if you don't have no uh, no badge you can't work on airport property that's just one of the guidelines and their rules if you don't have no a badge that you're, to notify or to identify yourself as an employee then you can't be in a uniform without no badge to be walking around because if you do, you're going to start looking suspicious. So I eventually got my badge and I was on hold for like a solid like 
two months, two, not two months, two weeks to a month. And then the week before I started, they called me and said that my start date was going to be on May 31st. So, boom, May 31st, I'm there, I'm excited, got my uniform. You know, I'm, I'm happy because I got a job, I'm finally about to start working. That was job number one. I was there for about a year and three months. And I always told myself, that year, at the beginning of 2016, I told God, I said, you know what, Lord, I really want to have a job by the summertime, and I want to have a car by the summertime. See, and before I go any further, I've learned, I've always heard this and I always believed it, but I've also been watching this young lady, most of you guys know, B. Simone, she calls herself the queen of manifestation. So it's basically, you know, when you speak things into existence, nine times out of ten, they're going to happen. And in my case, that's what's been going on for the past four and a half years, especially with work. So um, I, I told God, I was like, you know what, Lord, this year is going to be a year of me and you, of me growing my relationship with you a whole lot stronger. And that's what led to me and my ex or my boyfriend at the time breaking up. Because that was God leading me to a path to where I wanted to go. But my ex was just like, uh, he was blocking me. He was blocking the road. So fast forward, I'm working now. I meet great people, amazing people. And I'm still friends with about four, three to four of them still. And close, like that's my airport group of friends. And um, so I'm working there. I'm meeting a bunch of new people, uh, people from the airlines, people from my company that I'm working for. Just meeting, meeting a bunch of people, making friendships, you know, stuff like that. So when I first, when I started, I said, Lord, I don't want to be here no longer than a year to a year to a year and a half. So and also in the process of that, I told them I was like, Lord, I want to have a job by the summertime. And I also want to have a car by the end of the summer. And then, you know, as I start working, I'm like a month in, like two weeks in. And I'm like, okay, no, Lord, if I can't get my car by the summertime, can I at least have my car by the end of the year? And let me remind you, I started working May 31st, 2016. July 26, 2016 is the day that I got my car. And... The plan for my car was for me to, you know, go look at cars, you know, buy a used car, and, you know, see, just for me to, and also for me to save up money so I could put some money down on that used car so my car no stuff won't be as much. But, um, so once the 26th of July came around, that was me, that was me working six weeks. So while I'm, while I'm working for six weeks in that time, I go to the car lot and I'm looking for a car. And the um, car the car salesman was like, you know, if you get a new car, you'll be able to get a rebate, and then whatever the rebate is, that can go towards your down payment towards your car, towards the car. And my mom, me and my mom was like, hmm, okay. So while we're sitting there and you know um, talking about how much you know I was I will pay for my car note, I told them I said I'm not paying no more than I think it was three hundred. No more than three hundred dollars for for a car note, because my limit was between two fifty and three hundred. I'm not going nowhere over three hundred. Lo and behold, long story short, I'm paying more than three hundred, but that's because I got 
a seven year um a seven year warranty thing on my car so that made my car note go up an extra like forty something dollars but excuse me um but before that forty extra dollars was added on my car, they had hit it right at two ninety nine and I was like cool two ninety nine I can do that because that was when I had when I was getting paid and that they were taking on my union dues. So when they take out my union dues at the time, they're only taking out my union dues the first paycheck of every month. So I was like, cool, I can do that, you know, and I still have like a little bit of money to, you know, move around and stuff like that. Because I was spending $100 on a bus pass on, $100 on the bus pass every month because it was $25 a week. So I was there for a year and a half. And at that point in time, like maybe like a year, a year in, I was starting to get tired of the job because I'm just like, you know what, Lord, I really, I, I'm tired of being here. I'm not complaining, but, you know, I feel like I, I need to be doing a little bit more with my mindset because I'm just sitting on my behind not doing nothing all day. Like, I need my mind to be going. Granted, yes, I'm talking to people all day, every day because I work from 3 to 11, which was a cool shift. I had some solid days off. I was cool. But I'm like, I'm tired of, like, I'm tired of just sitting here not doing nothing. Like, I feel like my mind needs to be going. I need to be doing something with my mind. So, I got, I went on the interview. And I got the job. And thankfully, this uh, this other job was with the city. So, I'm like, okay, cool. Thank you, Lord. Like, you, you know, you did your thing. So, now with this job with the city... I was at this job for a year and nine, eight months, nine months, and meeting a bunch of people. Of course, you know, going to a new job, there's going to be some, you know, drama a little bit here and there. For some reason, I was involved in the drama, but instead of me, you know, being a bigger person and, you know, going and talking to people about certain situations that my, that was going on. I was just taking other people's word for it and running with it, and I developed my own type of opinion about my coworkers, which I shouldn't have done. But it's a part of life, and it's a part of growing up. So I got that job. I was in that job for a year and nine months. Finally got my foot in the door with the city, and, you know, I've been on a roll. So I think 2000. In 2020, 2000, early 2019, um, I went on an interview, I think in January, February, somewhere around there, and I was telling guys, you know what, Lord, I really want a better paying job, like where I can get paid more. I, um, I got the position. I was getting paid more, but still working part-time. Now, the thing is, with that position, with that job, I was working in the office, but the office setting that I was in, it was too quiet. I cannot be in this in a setting to where it's quiet all the time. Like, I'm gonna go crazy. I'm gonna go crazy. I really am, and I felt like I was going crazy because it was too quiet. I felt like I had people looking over my shoulder consistently, and I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. It it was uh. And I don't mind working in the office, but if I have a little bit of chatter going on here and there, I could be fine. Because I, I always, I know how to zone out and tune out sound, but it's like, if it's too, too quiet, I feel like I 
can't do a whole lot. But if it's like a little bit of chatter going on, uh, that's why I'm more comfortable, which is kind of weird, but it is what it is. So fast forward, I'm at this position, I'm at this job for nine months, and my whole goal was to get a full time job so I can get benefits, you know, medical, vision, and dental. That was my whole purpose, my whole goal of, you know, getting a job and being set. I felt like that's what I did. So I apply, I go and apply at this program where they're working with the city to, for the employees to become full-time employees without really having to take a, a test to get their full-time civil service status. So I did that. I got a, um, I applied for this, for this program, 2019, I believe. I got a cert. It was telling me I was like to work with animals and I, I'm not an animal person. So I'm not gonna put myself in a position to where I apply for a position where I have to be around animals all day, every day. If I'm not an animal person, I'm not gonna do that. So I didn't bother, you know, with that position. I let the, I let it go by the deadline go by. So I'm still waiting. I'm renewing my application and everything. And excuse me. Um, I get an email saying that the that the program is adding new career paths to the program. And so I'm like, all right, cool. We can do this. And I'm like, you know what, Lord? Because I went through all the new positions and, like, what their starting pay rate was. That's step one. And, the posi- and I was like, okay, you know what, Lord? If this job sends me an email, then, you know, I'm not going to be picky. I'm going to just take it because I don't know exactly what, you know, all the other avenues are going to be like. So I'm going to just take it at this position, you know, sends me an email for an for a, uh, interview. So, lo and behold, a position sent me an email, and I jumped right on it. And, but it was a catch with this position. The catch was, you take, I take it, but I'll be getting paid less than what I was getting paid then. But the plus side was, I was going to get all of my benefits. And on top of that, I'll be working full time. So instead of getting a 40-hour paycheck, I'll be getting an 80-hour paycheck. Bottom line. So I took like a $7.5 pay cut to get this full-time position. Was it a risk? It was a big risk. But was I willing to take that risk? Absolutely. Because I was able to get the one thing that I really wanted, which was a full-time paying job. Granted, I don't have my civil service status yet, but I'm with the city full-time working on my way to get to my my full civil service status but I'm also working full time and I'm getting a full time paycheck and I also got my benefits so I'm just saying all this to say if you really have your mind set on something go for it and do it speak it out into the atmosphere into the air or into the universe however you want to put it because once you speak it out you're going to manifest it but don't speak out any negativity oh shoot don't speak out any negativity negativity because once you put that negativity out into the atmosphere, you're going to have negative neg- negativity come back to you. And you don't want no negative stuff coming back to you. You want all positive things. Yes, we're in a time now where all we're seeing is negative stuff. That's all we're seeing, negative. It's COVID, people going crazy, people killing everybody. 
just negativity and we don't need none of that like everybody's trying to go in the right direction to improving themselves and improving their family or improving the people that surround them and i'm in a position to where i to honestly at this point in time in my life may 9th may 6th 2020 i'm in a position to where i'm just doing me i'm in my own lane i talk to my friends here and there but I'm really in my own lane. I'm in my own head. Not in a negative way, but I'm in my own. I'm focusing on me. And as far as this career goes, God is in control of that. And as far as this podcast goes, God is in control of that. I remember, I, th- I think I might have mentioned this before. But I remember I was in my Bible study group sometime last year, towards the end of the year. I told my Bible study leader, so so I'm thinking about doing a podcast but when I do this podcast who will listen like legit who will listen to this podcast who will listen to me speak because I don't feel like I have a whole lot to say but I have a whole lot to say it just how would I say it who will it reach and how will it reach them and she told me I you know just just do it and whoever is supposed to listen to it They'll eventually find your podcast, find your link, find your video, and they'll listen to it. They'll watch you. They'll do it. They'll do your audiences out there. So, of course, I'll listen, but I'll still, like, put it in the back of my mind. And then on the first of this year, when I was in my bed, trying to go to sleep, for getting ready for work, I was trying to figure out what, what the name of the title of this podcast be, and God just kept telling me. Let's talk with Ajay. Let's talk with Ajay. Let's talk with Ajay. It don't have to be nothing more, nothing less, but just simply as put, let's talk with Ajay. Period. Because you're talking to me. You're having a conversation with me, and I'm having a conversation with y'all. And so, and I, he also gave me the vision of having, you know, guests on this show. Majority of my guests, for the, most of the time, will most likely be my sister, which she is on the first episode of this podcast I decided to be selfless and incorporate somebody else into my podcast my own show to show everybody or to get everybody another insight instead of just my own personal insight so what I'm so what I'm just trying to get at is whatever you have in mind as far as a career goal or just goals for yourself put it out there and be careful on who you tell your goals and your dreams to because some of those people that you're telling your goals and dreams to, they can be praying against it behind your back and you're not even knowing it. Like the people that I told, I know for sure is going to have my back and going to support me. My different group of friends, I've told them about it. They're just like, go for it. Like they give me topics to talk about, give me ideas and stuff. And they even said that they want to be on my own uh, episode. So just like I have people in my corner that really want to help me, want to see me succeed. I have another accountability partner. She's kind of like, she's my spiritual accountability partner. And I was telling her about it. And she was even telling me, she was like, Ajay, stop second guessing yourself. Stop doubting yourself. Because whatever you have in your mind, whatever you want to do, you go forth and you do it. Stop second guessing yourself because you're not, you're not a, a dumb, a dumb individual. Like you're very bright. You're very intelligent. So whatever you have, whatever you have in mind, whatever Goals that you have said as far as the media ministry goes, because I'm also over the media ministry at my church now. It's like, and I was going to fight one of the elders at my church about that too, but God convicted me right then and there in church. 
he was like, why are you going to sit here and fight with this woman if that's what you, if that's what you went to school for and if that's what you want to do? Hello. What is this podcast? I'm on somebody, I'm on, I'm going to be in somebody's ears eventually. Now I'm going to be on somebody's computer screen or TV screen eventually while they're sitting there watching me and listening to what I have to say. Granted, I don't know who's going to be touched by it, but I'm hoping I can encourage you to do what you want to do. Speak positivity into your life. Speak positivity over your life. Because once you do that, you will see God moving move in so many different ways that you didn't even know that he can move. You will see certain things happen to you that you didn't, that you didn't even think that could happen to you. In all honesty, that's all. That's, I'm being so serious. And so it's just like, as long as you have people in your corner to help you and to push you and to motivate you, that's all you really need, honestly. And you also have to believe in yourself. Because I've had visions of this podcast, for this podcast alone, I had visions of this podcast taking me far to all to where potentially this could be my only source of income. Hallelujah. So it's like, I see I see this taking me far. But the pro- it's the one thing that I get scared of or I'm fearful of, which I should not be fearful, but it's just the process of starting it and then getting it to where, where I could eventually or where I could potentially see it going. So it's just a process of getting, getting everything done. And what another spiritual, uh, well, she's like a spiritual sister. She called me to, she called me today and she was asking me, she said, she, she was telling me God had put her, put me on her heart yesterday and she had to disconnect herself from the world altogether because she turned her phone and stuff off. But again, to later today, she said that I popped up in her spirit again and she's like, you know, what? let me call you. Let me call her. To see exactly how everything was going. And in particular she was asking about this podcast. So it was like. And she's in a sense going to be my accountability partner. For this podcast. To make sure everything gets done in a timely manner. Because I have a, I have a time set. To where I actually want to launch it. Like where I'm going to start putting videos and stuff out. And start putting episodes and stuff out. I have a timeline to where I want it to be launched. And out there. So I have to stop procrastinating. And excuse my French. BSing. Because I need to have episodes and stuff, you know. Oh, excuse me. I need to have episodes and stuff recorded, edited, and, you know, at least uploaded on stuff so it could be, I could just hit publish, so I could just go live. And that's what I need to start doing. I have a whole week off from work. So it's just like every day, I could be recording an episode or a video and getting stuff up and running. I can start perfecting my craft. When it comes to this podcast and when it comes to editing this podcast, I hope and pray that each episode, there's not a whole bunch that I have to edit out, you know, make better, but it's, it's a learning process. I'm new to this podcast stuff. Who would have thought at the age of 19, 20, I'll be having my own podcast years down the line after I didn't graduate college. Who, who would have thought? Now look at me, I'm 26 years old, about to be 27 at the end of June, and I'm trying to launch my podcast the day after my birthday. And I honestly had a whole goal set for this year in regards to this podcast. From June, not June, I'm sorry, from January to March, planned everything out, like if I was going to get a, uh, if I was going to have a, um, what's that, an email, a, a email account for this podcast, which I do. If I was going to have um, the name 
and just like a, a rough draft of how I wanted things to go for this podcast. I have all of that. And now the only place, the only, and from uh, April to June, my plan is, March, April, April, May, June. My plan is to, from April to June, my plan is to record episodes have and have multiple episodes uploaded just in the queue or in the draft, just so when it's time for me to actually launch it and put it out there, I have episodes to put out. You know, I don't know if I want to do like a weekly thing or a bi-weekly thing, but I'll have stuff to put out there. And so, and on July, July 1st, sometime in July, I think it's like the first week in July. Don't count me, but sometime in July, July 1 will be that hard deadline for me to, okay, start making episodes go live. So it's just like, you just have to start speaking it out into the atmosphere. And once you start speaking it, everything will start happening. You just got to put your the, your best foot forward to make sure everything gets done. And yes, I may be preaching to you, but I'm also preaching to myself too because I'm doing I'm saying this as a constant reminder. All right. So that's that was my my little my journey. So to recap, I graduated December 2015. I got my first job May 31st when I got hired. My second job, I started August 21st. My third job, I started April 1st. And then this current job that I'm at now, I started January 21st. All within the span of four and a half years. So if you want it, speak it. And if you don't speak it, you won't know exactly. You won't see it happening until later on down the line. But if you want it, speak it into existence so you can exactly know how you can do it, or go and ask, push forward and ask people, like, how do you go about certain things? Because it's, you need, you need, you need to find people that will help you if you're starting it by yourself. But it's okay to start by yourself as long as you have people on your corner to help push you and motivate you and guide you, then you have nothing to worry about. All right. So we're going to close out with what we say every, um, at the end of every episode, you are salt, you are light, and you make a difference. And what that meaning says, I mean, what that what that saying means is, a grain of salt is very small, right? And with that grain, one grain of salt can make a ton of difference in whatever you do, especially your meal. You are light. You may be one person in a in a huge group of people, but you being that one person, you may be, you may make a difference in one person. I mean, you are salt. You are like, yeah, you may you may make one difference in that whole group of people and everybody may be drawn to you and you make a difference by you being that light and by you being a guide or a mentor or a leader to somebody, somebody else, that person that you're being a mentor to could bring you to, um, that person that you're being a mentor to, they could bring other people to you and you could also be mentoring other people because of that one person. So remember that saying, you are salt, you are light and you make a difference. Those three words or those that whole saying all together is very true. Because I know I'm so I'm just one person. I know I'm like whenever I've been told whenever I walk into a room, no matter what kind of day I'm having, I could brighten up a whole room just with a smile or just with my sense of humor. Because I could be funny too, you know. But and then I can make a difference, and I can make a difference because whatever I'm putting out there, I can preach it, and I can also live by it too. Yes, it may be hard, but I practice what I preach nine times out of ten. Remember, y'all, I'm I'm still human. I'm a human being too. So, 
Don't place me on no pedestal because I'm just like you. All right? Have a great night. Like I said, you are salt, you are light, and you make a difference. Don't forget that.